back to Twice Upon a Time. This time, Roger and I watch Season 3, Episode 6, Ariel. As always, we'll start off with a synopsis. In the Enchanted Forest, Ariel, a mermaid, saves Snow as she's fleeing Regina's Black Knights. Ariel uses her 12 hours on land to attend a ball where she pursues Prince Eric. Snow tries to convince Ariel to tell Eric the truth, but instead Ariel falls for Regina disguised as Ursula the Sea Witch, putting Snow's life in danger. Rather than pursue her true love, Ariel once again saves Snow, incurring Regina's wrath. Regina takes Ariel's voice, keeping her away from the prince. In Neverland, Hook tells Snow and Charming that Neil is alive, and despite wanting to keep it from Emma, Snow instantly spills the beans. Hook, Snow, Charming, and Emma go to the Echo Caves to find Neil, revealing their darkest secrets to get to him. Meanwhile, Regina leaves the group and joins up with Rumpel, coming up with a plan to trap Pan so they can win and Rumpel can survive. They send Ariel to Storybrooke to retrieve the item that they need. Roger, what'd you think of this episode? Remember at the end of the last episode where you said we were going to watch Ariel and I said, well, I'm not looking forward to this. This was great. And I don't know why I liked it so much, but it was really good. Hmm. I thought the episode was quite entertaining. There was a lot of good one-liners. It was interesting. I thought the Echo Caves was really good. This was a lot better than the last episode, in my opinion. You? Um, I'm a little... I, I really... I completely agree. The Echo Caves, everything going on with Regina and Rumpel was great. The, like, aerial flashback... I, it, it didn't tie, like, it didn't complement the story in the way that I wanted it to. Um, other than the fact that we, like, see Ariel in Neverland briefly. Like, we need, it was basically like, oh, we're just going to tell you how Ariel and Regina know each other. How Regina screwed someone else yeah. over. Um, I, I do like, I mean, I, I didn't not like it. Like, I thought everything that happened was fine. It just, I was like, God, I don't need to be watching this ball and the dancing. And I was just very annoyed with the, like, you don't even know this guy. You don't even know him. I'm sorry, what's your favorite movie? When I was a kid, The Little Mermaid was my favorite Disney movie. And it is not currently my favorite Disney but movie. But what was the plot of The Little Mermaid? I've never seen it. You can't, I can't believe you've never seen The Little Mermaid. Um, really? You can't <laughs> believe that a little boy didn't want to watch The Little Mermaid? It's great. Um, yeah, okay. I mean, this is essentially what the plot is. They actually fix, like, the most horrific problem, which is that Ariel gives up her voice so that she can be with her prince. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Women don't need to speak. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I did really enjoy this episode as well. There's a character that we're going to run into later this season that you and I both agree would be much better if she wasn't allowed to speak. <laughs> I'm just pointing out. Uh, you want to start in the past then? Sure. Let's start in the past. I actually weird. No, I don't. I almost just said I almost have a lot of notes, but but I don't. That's I a don't. lie. Um, once again, snow on the run. She just fucking jumped off a cliff. I mean, she kind of like waited, realized it was dangerous, decided, well, going back to Regina is worse. Kind of gets a cocky smirk and then just dips out. First off, I said this. Regina sending knights into somebody else's realm is an act of war if she didn't get permission. It's a dangerous move. Yeah. I mean, two knights is not the same as sending an army into someone else's realm. You think you can send two knights into George's realm without a problem? I mean, they probably have an understanding, but sure. Probably. (laughs) And actually, they don't like each other right now, so that's a move. It is a move. Uh, Oh my god, Regina has one of my favorite scenes where she's looking in the mirror and she sees them cavorting, essentially. And she's like, well, next time you see someone jump to their death... Make sure they're actually dead. And the knight's like, well, she looked dead. Like, oh, 
Let me show you what death looks like. Snap. No, it was like a Darth Vader move. It was like, awesome. Although a Darth Vader move would have been to kill the other guy because he can't see what death looks like if he is dead. <laughs> it, it was like um, both menacing and funny. Yeah. I, I actually really enjoy this Regina where it's kind of like, yeah, she's twisted and evil, but you can kind of get a laugh at how sadistic she is at yeah, times. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. If you're going to show me flashback Regina being bad, at least give me the comedy version of it. I was having a hard time with the snow in the flashback with how snow's behavior because I would assume that this is Snow White on the run from Regina pre having her met Charming. The would you agree? Dark illusion. There's no. I, I don't know because I can't place this episode very well, though. At some point, and I wrote this down, we do hear Regina go to Rumple and Skin Deep and say, I need help with a mermaid. Mm-hmm. And that, is that before Charming and Snow had met? I don't know. Uh, this is where the timeline is a little bit weird because she may, and she's met Ruby at some point. She does gain some hope after meeting Ruby. I don't know where this is at Snow. Like, she could have been, like, still in her hopeful phase, and then she goes down and down. I mean, it's... I suppose this also could have been after George takes Charming. No, because she spent after that, she's just after saving Charming at that point. She wouldn't be on the run. Yeah, I guess that's true. Because, yeah. the okay, so the thing, which I think you just alluded to, is early on, when, before Snow has met Charming, she's very, very cynical and, like, yeah. does not believe in love. And she literally told Ariel, open your heart to love. It is so worth the risk. It is possible she has met Charming in Snowfalls and they've gone their separate ways. Mm, but the rest of it hasn't happened the yet. The rest of it hasn't happened. Okay. So that, that snow actually seems like this snow. Who like believes in it, but like doesn't believe her and Charming even though they're kind of lying to themselves. Which is maybe why she would be more open to it. Yeah. Okay. And maybe she's, and you know, Snow does a thing where she's talking to you, but she's really talking about herself. So the whole you got to be open to love is really probably her trying to psych herself up going she needs to. Okay, okay, I would buy that. That makes more sense. Yeah. I mean, I wish we... It's hard to place the time. I wish we didn't have to guess this and we were told this, like, give me a timeline, but that's my thought. Yeah, agreed. I feel like at the beginning of every episode, at the top of the screen, they need to have, like, a little timeline that has, like, milestones on it and then they can just, like, show you where you are. I wonder if someone has done the work in place. Oh, someone has. It's really hard to read. Wow. <laughs> like give me, yeah, give me like a book. Like this episode happens at, between this episode and this episode. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, er, uh, Regina dressed up as Ursula is awesome. Top costume. Also, she does like the fake accent. Yeah, just, she totally, she goes for it. it. She just goes all in. It's another very plunging neckline. Uh, the octopus tentacles are funny in the background. She paints her face white. I mean, like it's just, she goes all in. I love it. It's kind of funny oh yeah i love it too i actually uh melissa mccarthy was awesome in the live action little mermaid but lana Perea would have been amazing i love the one point where she offers her the deal and then she kind of does the like just like <laughs> i'm waiting yes um and ariel just like completely falls for that she 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 just is like, yep, this is perfect. Not only do I get what I want, but Snow gets what she wants, which is definitely to be a mermaid. I mean, Ariel is kind of dumb. Mm-hmm. So this does make sense that she would fall for this. And like on the surface, it solves both of their problems. Now, I don't know where Snow was going to live as a mermaid because, you know, she's not a mermaid. 
But Ariel's kind of dumb. It's true. But she does do the fucking coolest thing in this entire goddamn episode. She stabs Regina in the neck with a fork. That's one of the more violent things we've seen <laughs> since, like, Rumpel became the Dark it's One. It's true. Just with a mini trident. Yeah. Uh, Regina does make fun of her for being, like, silly and naive. You went to a long-dead octopus for advice and you're blaming me for your problems? Regina's ability to hit you with a barb is so great. Because honestly, you went to a long dead octopus and thought that was going to solve all your problems. It feels very similar to, you went to a 10-year-old for advice. Yep. That's really all I have. Um, I like that... Oh, wait, I have one. The bracelet. Reminding me very much of when Hook tricks Regina. Ariel puts the bracelet on Snow, and then Snow's like, what have you done? And she can't take it off. Can't take it off. Yep. Same exact... It's science. (laughs) We get... We also get a real, like, Regina being cruel just to be cruel here. I don't know that I would call that just to be cruel when you stabbed me in the Okay, fair. (laughs) Like, you did... You kinda... But this is just violently cruel oh yeah the only thing worse than him rejecting you is never telling him at all never knowing never even having a chance at true love i love that woman (laughs) that's dark i know it's so cruel that that regina though is what makes her such a compelling villain is that she's just so mean yeah it's true yeah it's really mean um also honestly maybe my favorite part of the flashback was at the very end Regina is always in control. She is the one, like, either she's enraged because it hasn't worked. You see a lot of emotions from her. One we really don't get is terror. Not this Regina. Young Regina will show terror. But when Ursula, the real Ursula, shows up and straight up threatens her, and Regina looks scared as shit. Yeah, she looks like she just peed her pants. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh my god. I'm in, And normally she kind of is like, you can't touch me. And she kind of knows that, like, oh... She absolutely can mess me up. And I think she even reaches through with the tentacles and she kind of pets her face and like the, do that again and you're dead. Well, she also wraps her up and... Oh yeah, that's right. She grabs her. Yeah. I mean, it was... And Regina does not do that again. (laughs) Would you? (laughs) No. No, hell no. I would not. I definitely would not if a creature that I thought was mythical came out of my mirror and tried to attack me. Which is also funny because that makes... I assumed that they knew Ursula was real and was just pretending, but that seems to believe that, like, Regina was like, oh, you are real. They just thought it was a myth, Mm -hmm. which is odd because we know that other myths are real. I don't know. Yeah, I don't get that one. Yeah, Snow was just like, but it's a myth. She's not real. I was like, what? Yeah, neither is Jack and the Beanstalk, except you know that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, was, it was odd. It was, it was, so, like, I guess they, I think we've had this suggestion before, they have myths and legends within their own world that either are or aren't real, because as we'll find out, we'll run into some. Right. Very strange. Other than that, I don't have much. It, I agree with you that it did not line up. Like, I don't think it advanced the plot. I just thought there were so many funny and Oh, good. I agree. Like, it was just like a fun side quest that really had nothing to do with the current plot, other than like the variant of seeing Ariel, but it was just Regina being the evil queen, two great costumes, Ariel stabbing people with mini... Even the conversation about, what's that? Mini trident. <laughs> like, it was just... There was a bunch of funny quips to me. Hilarious. Yeah. I, uh... And it is nice, unlike some other, some other times when this happens... We will see Ariel again. Yes. So it's not it's not just it wasn't just like a one time thing. It kinda reminded me of the Tinkerbell episode, though the Tinkerbell episode actually advanced plot much yeah, more than did. this one did, but it was kinda just like a one off backstory. Yeah, I agree. 
And now to Neverland? Now to Neverland. Never Neverland. I like the opening Neverland thing where Regina and Emma, like Regina is now in the role of teacher. Regina's trying to teach Emma magic. Emma can't get it done. <laughs> I, love, I love how Emma says like, I can't concentrate when you're yelling at me. And Regina's like, and when the wind blows or it's raining or someone is shooting arrows at you. Not wrong. You're such a pathetic waste of ability. And then Emma snaps back, and you're a monster. And they just sort of, and then the, the smoke starts. And, and Regina looks so smug. She does. She really does. You smell that? Smoke. Although they do have that conversation, because Emma really wants to find a way to do magic without doing it the way that Rumble taught Regina and Regina is now teaching her, which is like, you don't necessarily, you don't have to feel the anger to access the dark side of the force. Like maybe there's another way. Well, to access the dark side, I think you do. Yeah. She can just also access light magic. Yeah. It's funny that she can do both. Yeah. So if she can do both, does that imply that all of them could do? Both? Well, I think also like it's unclear. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it's unclear if, like, is lighting a fire dark magic? Like, I don't... I don't think it's what you did. It's how you access it. How you access like, it. Like, she... It was rage that allowed her to do it. But I, I, I get what she's saying. Like, I mean, I think there's something... Like, you kind of just got to, like, get things done sometimes. But also, nobody needs to be thinking about making them bend their backs until their knees break or whatever as uh, a... <laughs> we, we, don't, we don't need to be accessing Cora's level of rage here. Are we sure? <laughs> To, to deal with Pan, are you sure? Yeah, maybe. Sometimes you might meet some people who are just willing to tap into a place that you just don't want to yeah. go usually. It also sets up Regina finally just being like, I'm done with this shit. Gotta get out of here. <laughs> Although I will say, the thing that I did find annoying, I don't think she's wrong in a lot of aspects here. But the, the whole like, well, we can't go after Neil. Except like, that's what they want. Like, even like regardless of like whatever Pan's doing, the whole reason that they went to Neil's, like, old cave to find his stuff, he knows how to get off the island, which is what they need to get into Pan's lair to save Henry. They need Neil. Well, yeah, but they, Regina's point is that this could be a trick, which sure. is very true, and we are going to deviate from the plan of getting our son back so that you can find your heartbroken mm -hmm. love. Like, no. No, I get that. But the, the whole plan is to find a way to get off the island. Yeah. But, and this is the way. Well, this they don't the They don't know that. This literally could just be... How many times have they just taken distractions and it's cost them? No, that's true. So her, I think both have valid points. Like Snow is saying, if this is true, we have to save him, which is fair. And Regina's like, I'm here to get my son, not get your ex-boyfriend. Also true. You want to follow the evil munchkin's dirt road, be my guest. That's her second Oz reference. Yeah. Because earlier she's great. yeah green with envy, which is funny. And then she just dips out. She does an Irish goodbye. Fuck this shit, I'm out. <laughs> And then she runs into Rumple. She doesn't just run into Rumple. She she kind of saves Rumple. I forgot about that twist. So did I. So this whole time, Rumple has been thinking that Belle is a figment of his imagination. That's what I thought. That's also what I thought. And I have seen the show eight times and I forgot that that wasn't the yeah. case. Had no remembrance until she started choking and I went, oh shit, that might be a I was shadow. Like, oh, she can see her. Yeah, I did not realize anyone else could see because yeah. uh, it never appeared when Neil was there. Right. So I was just like, oh, it's a figment. That, that was a good twist. Like, that was well done. And then, yeah, she choked it out, which was a very fascinating thing to watch Rumple watch Regina uh -huh. be choking Belle. And he doesn't say let go, he says let go of her. Like, 
He knows it's not real, but he's still protective of her. Well, it's hard to watch something like that, even if you know it's not real. Okay. I mean, I know. I don't, I've never hallucinated <laughs> like that, so. Uh, and oh, I also, it, then he's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, well, for starters, it appears I'm saving your ass. I love the two of them together. <laughs> Every part of any conversation that they have during this episode is fucking amazing. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, he, all, he goes into his whole thing about how he's here to die. Like, he, in order to kill Pam, he has to die. You're not going to die in anyone's hands but my mm-hmm. own. Great line. And she says it with utter confidence. Yeah, and then she starts talking about his survival instincts, those nasty habits. And he's like, well, they finally kicked in. Yep. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't want to die now. He still does want to save Henry. Correct. Um... And now that Neil is alive and he knows that, he also knows that the only way to maintain a relationship with his son is to save Henry. Um, So let's go back real quick. The Pan um, Rumpel conversation is very important. Oh, yes, it is. So because the point that Pan says is that Rumpel's never going to be forgiven. They're always going to see you as the monster you are, which is something Regina's had to deal with for some time. And he's not wrong. They will never want to invite Rumpel to dinner. What is interesting is that when he says that, for the first time you hear Rumpel say, you don't know that, Mm -hmm. which means that is something he desires. Mm -hmm. But he's never once shown that he wants that kind of forgiveness. Now, granted, Neil's in the picture, which is probably the only person he wants forgiveness from. But now it's not just about staying alive. He's trying to be redeemed. Well, and I think it's more than like maybe he doesn't want that from other people for his own sake. But I think he realizes that in order to have a relationship with his son, it is important that other people don't see him as the villain, even if his son doesn't. I don't think it's that. Well, because, like, I mean, I don't think that's the only thing, but I yeah. think that that is important because he it's he, he, he's been talking about wanting redemption for a while now. Like, not just, like, his son was dead. He was just doing it because he felt like it was the right thing to do. Because he wanted to honor his son. Yeah, right. exactly. Yeah. I, but I don't, I, I, think, I think, from what we know about Rumpel, I think it's Belle... And Neil, whose opinion he values. No, yes, I understand yeah. that, but that's what I'm saying. He he will he he has to realize that they value other people's opinions. Oh, I see. So what you're it's saying. important, like if like they proxy. want to have dinner with their friends yeah. and they want him to come, like yeah. the the friends also need to respect Rumpel. I mean, I think Rumpel would accept a scenario where he can only have dinner with like Bellfire alone and be fine. Sure. But, but they may not be willing right. to accept. They don't want their, you don't want his father to be viewed as a monster. And so he has to change. But this is like the first time in 200 years that Rumpel's had to be concerned with what other people think of him, which has got to freak him the fuck out. Yeah. I don't think he knows how to, I don't no, know how I mean, to do he that. barely knows how to date. <laughs> yeah. How's he going to know how to like impress normal, like he doesn't care what the Charmings think. We also get some, some more like backstory on Pan and Rumpel here. So, in that previous episode, we talked about, like, it seems like maybe they were, like, kids together. Pan knows what Rumpel's favorite breakfast is, even though Rumpel doesn't eat any. And then he, then Pan throws that, have you forgiven your father? So we, we already knew that Rumpel told Bay that Pan had betrayed him in the past. Yep. And we know that Rumpel's father was a coward, because Rumpel has said that, I've become mm-hmm. a coward just like my father. And now we know that he hasn't been able to forgive his father. We don't know for what, because we right. never interacted with his father. But it is a little bit like another piece of the puzzle. God, the, and the way Pan just says it so menacingly, too. He's like, would you ever forgive your father? And he's like, 
he just he keeps knocking mm-hmm. uh, Rumple with these like haymakers, and, and Rumple is almost always speechless. And like even the the position they do is really good. When he grabs the breakfast, you see Rumple retreat, which he does not do. He very rarely backs away from people in yeah. that manner. But he's scared of Pan. That's true. And Pan keeps saying, the only way you can kill me is to kill yourself. And we both know you're not willing to go that route. Which is kind of like a, fuck you. Yeah. Like, you can't do anything to me. Yep. Okay, now back to Regina and Rumple. Yeah. Um, we get that line that I have talked about before. We're the two most powerful practitioners yep. of magic who have ever lived. I think the two of us can come up with a way to kill one smug teenager. <laughs> That is an interesting statement to me. <laughs> I don't know that I would buy that Regina ever surpassed Cora. Yeah. I mean, from what we know, in the flashbacks at the very least, we always got, it took your mother a week to learn that spell. Sure. So maybe at some point she does by casting the curse or something like that. But even when Cora came to town, Regina took the back seat. It wasn't yeah. Regina running the show and Cora was helping. It was Cora's show. Mm-hmm. So at best, I think Regina's maybe third. But maybe that's just a mother-daughter thing. I don't know. It also could be, I mean, one, Cora's dead, so he might just not be arguing this point. Because, sure. I mean, she did say who have ever lived, but, like, she might just be, he's like, whatever. Like, what's the point about arguing about a dead person? Like, we're we're the only two people here. <laughs> but, I mean, I, she, um, she says it and she believes it, which is yeah, shocking. No, she me. does. Yeah. Although, I think there is something... Uh, Skill with magic does not always equal uh, good at planning or winning. Um, oh, yeah, sure. So, like, it's pot. Like, Cora was very good at scheming and was always willing to do the the thing, the hard thing, no matter what it was. Yeah. And Regina isn't necessarily that, but that doesn't mean that she's not actually better at magic. Hmm. And we will meet another person that is better at magic. And we will meet a couple people who yeah. are better at magic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No. It's just, it was interesting the way that she said that because I'm like, I don't know that I buy that that is true. But at the very least, you're talking top five. She also really has a problem with how smug Pan is. I mean, like she she says it that one time, like I can smell his smugness. Yeah. <laughs> he is a smug little brat, though. He is a smug little. Yeah, brat. he's designed to be a, you know. An annoying... He's like a troll for adults. He's a teenager who thinks he knows everything, mm-hmm. but actually does know everything on yeah. this island. He's the worst teenager ever. Um, I also love the line where she has her little evil smile, and she goes, there's my malevolent imp. I like that too, yeah. He he, ju- he jumps onto this bandwagon, he's like, we can do this. Uh-huh. Also, uh, there's the, the back and forth they have where he did have another plan. And she's like, well, why didn't you do that in the first place? He's like, well, I came here to die and do all these things. I didn't consider it as an option. Like, they're just, their dynamic is fantastic. It is me. dynamic. Uh, it, it is dynamic. That it is, is. That is true. That's not what I meant to say, but um, that's that's accurate. Um, <laughs> you didn't call glass, but it still made it in. I also like when, uh, when they're having that argument and she... Uh, She's like, well, we just have to get something from Storybrook. It's no problem. And he's like, crossing realms? Is that all? Is that all we have to do? It's just great. It's just great. I, I know you're a huge fan of like whenever Regina and Emma team up and all of them. I could watch an entire show. Oh, this is great. Regina and Rumple teaming up is my favorite. Well, they're thing. also not like doing anything fucking horrific. They're trying to save Henry. I mean, even if they were doing horrific shit, <laughs> it would still be entertaining. Maybe. Rumple and uh, Regina trying to conquer the entire realm would be a great show. <laughs> I also really like the banter again when they're when she calls to the the 
into the shell. And he says, if you're intending to summon a giant squid, I've already tried that. She says, well, you've had fun, haven't you? (laughs) (laughs) I have no intention of ordering calamari is also a great line. Yeah, that is a really good line. Mm Mm-hmm. Anything else on Regina and Rumpel here? I, I could spend another hour talking about those two, but uh, we can leave it for now. Um, I guess we should talk about the Ariel thing at the end. Oh, yeah. I mean, they called Ariel they, and they she's going to go to Storybrooke. We're going to go back to Storybrooke! One of the things that's interesting is that she for, she just took her voice and never gave it back to her. Nope. So it's, she's talking and you and what's going on? She's like, oh, your voice. Like, it's one of those things like you've hurt so many people. You've forgotten what you've done to them individually, which is very similar. It reminds me of when uh, Belle got kidnapped and David is like, well, let's go find somebody else you've probably tortured. <laughs> Did you turn this guy's dad into a pig? I don't know. They just, they screwed so no, many they people. Have. They have. Well, and I don't know, like, maybe mermaids don't age at the same rate as other people, but Ariel wasn't cursed with them. So she has had no voice for 28 plus years, 30? 29, let's say. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a long time. And that's, and we don't even know the difference between when that happens and when the curse happens. Right. Yep. Yep. Not cool. Not cool. Oh, Regina. Ugh. Um, okay, before we, well... I guess we go back up to everybody else. So <laughs> now it's just the idiots. Um, Hook instantly tells Snow and Charming about Neil. Good job, Hook. He did not keep a secret. Um, and I, I do think I don't think it was right to like ultimately keep it from Emma, but I think it was right for him to talk to them about it so they could figure out a way to like share the information. I think it was right for them to come up with a plan together yeah. and then everyone follow the plan. Yes, agreed. Yes. Because I think, I mean, if somebody told me something like that, a person who yeah is all into trickery, I'd be like, hey, so this thing just happened. Like, this is my assessment of it. What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> And especially from like her focus needs to be on saving her son, and exactly. now you're dropping a bomb on her. <laughs> and then they try that they're uh, they're not using um, honesty of the heart here. You're not lying, Snow. You're just keeping a secret until confirmation. <laughs> I've never lied to her other than when we were having an affair. And as we know, Snow is terrible at keeping a secret. Snow, don't push it. Okay, <laughs> immediately pushes it. She also, at some point in this episode, says, like, secrets, like, destroy everything. And it's like, you mean, like, the time that you told a secret and it, it like, completely ruined your life and everyone's life that time? Snow White has not learned from her mistakes. I mean, I'm not saying, like, this is, it is Regina's fault. Like, Regina did not need to respond that way. But, like, (laughs) she told a secret that she shouldn't have told. But she was 10 at the time. We excused it it because she was 10. Had 30-year-old Snow done the same thing we'd be like what is wrong with you woman you got that man killed yeah well now the, like can you just listen to your damn husband one time just one time listen to charming <laughs> nope can't do it and you just blurt out i'm like the she's the worst this season well and they should have like yes they should i think they should have told emma but eventually they, they should have told her like more gently or been like hey we've got information we don't know if it's true yeah instead snow just says and she doesn't give her the information accurately she says he's alive yeah like what like (sighs) the worst bad at keeping secrets bad at keeping secrets you know how we could have prevented this keeping her ass back in story it's true uh although she does 
she does put Emma's like kind of reluctant to pursue this as well. I think because she sees it as mm-hmm. a side quest. For some reason, no one mentions until the very end the fact that <laughs> this might be their key to getting off the island. Yeah, also weird. Um, but uh, she tells her, "You owe it to Henry to find out if if his father's still alive, and you owe it to yourself." Which is funny because that. Something about that just did not hit right to me. Like, I, I, the idea that you owe it to yourself to find out is like, well, if he's alive, I think for Henry it's fair. I think this is actually how they were trying to tie the Ariel story, and it didn't work very well. But it's the uh, thing that Regina said to Ariel, like, never, never knowing, knowing. Is, is, it'll eat at you. But if that was what they were going for, they certainly, when they wrap this up, they take a very different path. Yes. So I still don't think that the lesson was learned properly. Um, oh, so they do the the inversion of normally it's Mary, season one. Mary Margaret would come to Emma about the relationship issue. So this time it's like the flip. And Snow responds with, oh? Yeah, I kissed Hook. Oh? oh why? <laughs> that was a weird, I mean, that was a funny response, but you're just like, huh, Okay. Well, apparently no one, including people that are, like, intimately together on this little camping trip, is noticing the tension either. So maybe you're not alone, Roger. Um, and it's Snow White and Prince Charming. It is. I mean, Charming knows that Hook has a thing for her, obviously. But yeah. Yeah. Even Snow White didn't see it. And then or, we- or maybe now that uh, oh, why could have been, like, how a parent would be like, oh, you like a girl. Really? I never knew. Uh-huh. And then she's mocking her that she knew the whole time. Yeah. Uh, and then we get some Hope Commission. <laughs> what did you say? That there's a joke later, but we get some, uh, S- Snow, Snow gets a quarter from the Hope Commission. Uh, you don't want to open yourself up to Hope that he's alive, but you should. Happy endings always start with Hope. Two quarters from Aww. the Hope Commission. I don't know. Happy endings always start with Hope is kind of nice. I mean, I don't... That's like the whole thing with the book. Like, the book gave Henry hope. Sure. I don't agree that all the happy endings started with hope, but okay. All right. Sure, sure. Um, Especially because Snow and Charming's happy ending didn't even start with hope. They were hopeless. Yeah. Yeah. So, wrong! And then we get to the Echo Caves. I put the Echo Caves in a separate section. Do you have anything else you want to talk about before we talk about the Echo Caves? Um, I think we're good... We can go to the Echo Caves. I thought the Echo Caves was probably one of the smarter things they've ever done in this season and maybe the show. Like, forcing them into a situation where they actually have to tell the truth is very fascinating to me. Yeah. Because they backed them into a corner. Well, and they didn't have to. You're right. They could have left Neil there. Yep. I mean, they weren't going to do that. But, well, especially, like, Hook didn't have to do that. Yeah. Um, Character growth. Yes, definitely character growth. Well, and their read of it is interesting like the deeper the lie the more truth in its echo and then like they're assessing that the reason that pan wants them to do this is uh, my original thought was so he can know what their secrets are so that he can use them against them yeah but but hook's thought was so that everyone will know our secrets and we will use it we will use them against each other i i i went with hook's thing whereas our secrets will destroy us which in fairness they nearly did so, yeah, they did. That's true. Um, 
Who do you want to start with? I wrote well, them in order. I wrote them in order. Revealing. Hooks to me was obvious. That wasn't a big secret. That was not I, a big deal. I did I did like Charming's. I, I like how he says, I kissed Emma. And, and Emma's like, oh, I already told Mary Margaret that, so it's not a secret. You did what? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I did think it was, it was an interesting assessment. Like, it's not just like, because he didn't say like, I'm desperately in love with Emma. It's sort of like this reawakened that like, there could be someone else. I don't just have to be alone. That is not how I read that. That's literally what he said. I read that as I'm in love for the first time since Mila. For the first time since my Mila, I could love again. Yeah, to believe that I could find someone else, that is until I met you. Yeah, that to me reads as I'm in love with you. Well, I'm not saying that it doesn't mean that, but it also means more than that. Sure. Because I, I think that even if he didn't get Emma, he might he would still believe that. That might be true, that he could find someone yeah. else. I think, again, though, a proclamation of love at this point in their relationship is ridiculous. Yeah, that's a little early. Although, I don't know, Ariel and Eric spoke for five minutes, so. <laughs> yep. And that's dumb as shit. Yep. Uh, yeah, no. Just not good. And then we get Snow. This one was actually, I like wasn't. This is out of left field. It makes a lot of sense. Like everything that she said makes sense. It just is not something that I was thinking about. It made me cry. Uh, The both, both Snow and Charming's like them back to back like that got me, got me with the tears. Snow's is also odd because like you're dealing with the heart of darkness thing. Yeah. This is not the good time. (laughs) Having a baby fixes all problems. Don't you know? Don't you know? Don't you know? Uh, sure it does. Yeah. Uh, but absolutely. when she's like, we missed the first steps. We missed her first We were robbed words. of all of it. <sighs> Honestly, that would have been very interesting had Regina been Yeah, there. Regina needed to hear that. Yeah. Because you stole it. Honestly, it was robbed. Uh, I think it would have been even more fascinating Echo Caves if Regina had her big truth is that, like, I screwed all of you and I'm not sorry for it. Oh. That would have been something like, yep, I did rob all of you. And I would, honestly, I would have done it again. Like, not that she will do it again, but, like, I hated all of you. I don't regret doing it. Because that's the fact of, like, yeah, I am a monster. Did we already have the thing with the tree? The thing Where they get wrapped in the tree? No. Oh, you're not talking about when she wraps? No. Then No, that's not a thing. That's just your memory. Okay. It comes soon. But the snow, yeah, the snow white thing was odd. Well, and something else I wish that we had gotten... Uh, we didn't get to see Emma's reaction to that statement. Yeah, we do. They pan right to Emma right afterwards. Okay, sorry. We didn't get to see an actual reaction from the actress that plays Emma. Oh. <laughs> well. Correct. I, I, I don't know what Emma was feeling about that. <laughs> correct. Um... And then following that with Charming's confession, my mm. God. Now that was it painful. It can never happen, at least not with me. Which is like, hold on. Let's let's back this up real quick. What did I say at the last episode? Y'all can both live here. I mean, I don't know if having a baby in Neverland is like the best idea. As opposed to Storybrooke? <laughs> I guess that's true. That place is under attack every other week. By a giant, or a curse, it's true. or you got the evil queen, or Korra's coming to town, or one of Rumpel's 50 million enemies might show up. Like, Neverland Or the is... failsafe is going to go off and everyone in the entire town is going to die. I okay, mean, okay, okay. My literal next point was going to be, are you sure bringing a baby into this insane world is a smart idea? Yeah. Okay. So, what's the difference? And honestly, you could save all... Also, couldn't you save all the Lost Boys? 
You really want to be parents? Yeah. Yeah. That actually seems like a very snow thing to do. Exactly. I, as penance, not penance, but like, I orphaned my daughter because I didn't have a choice. Let me make it up to all these orphans mm-hmm. and then try to find their home. Like, that could be their mission. Yeah. And then Emma's secret. I love that she so badly doesn't want to say it out loud that she <laughs> is trying to hack at that cage with her cutlass. In the weakest way possible. Uh, at least she's not even, like, giving a real effort at it. It's... <sighs> I I know this is a deep, dark secret, but her logic was sound. I just oh, didn't yeah. want to relive the pain anymore. And I don't know, like... Maybe this is just her bad acting again, but I was just like, I didn't feel the, like, level of sorrow that I feel like someone... Like, if that were Regina admitting that to Daniel, like, I just didn't want you to come back, we would both just feel the hurt. Like, you would know how sad they are to say that I actually just wished you were dead, whereas really we just got, like, sad pouty face from Emma, and I was like, this is not hitting the way... And this is a good scene. Like, it's a good idea to tell the person that you were in love with i'd rather you be dead than have to go through losing you again it just was flat yeah i the words were very powerful the delivery not so much this this part should have made me cry and it didn't um for that reason i think it was i think the hardest part about the scene actually was watching neil be so fucking understanding i know (laughs) i mean that's who that's just who he is but (laughs) she basically said I wish you were dead. <laughs> and he, he sits there and takes it because he, he knows like how much he hurt her. Yeah. Which has to hurt because he basically now is in the situation that his father is at. The yeah. person that he desires most, different reasons, right? Like father, son, but like really would prefer you just never be in their life again. Yeah. Because you hurt them. And then we get, like, a series of longing looks when they come out of the cave. Neil's never going to stop fighting for Emma. Hook's never going to stop staring at her like that. We have a triangle. An official triangle. We have made it. Boo! It is I leaves currently. Boo! <laughs> uh, I think triangles can be interesting. David, Mary Margaret, Catherine. That was an interesting triangle. Well, that was also a very different triangle than we've ever seen before. Correct. It was different. <laughs> never was seen a, a triangle like that. It was a curse, but then, it, I mean, it was, it was just nuts, right? And there was no, like, like the third woman, the other woman, was not the villain. She was the victim here. Yeah. This triangle is just lame. I Something else I also would have liked to see and was thinking in the last episode that we didn't talk about, I also don't think Pan took into account that Hook would also want Neil to be alive. Like, yeah, he liked him. He did. And um, he had a lot of regret towards taking his mother away yeah. from him. Uh, and I wish that we had gotten, and maybe we will, but I wish we had gotten an interaction between them that wasn't just all about Emma. Yeah, agreed. Um, I would have liked to have seen modern-day Neil and modern-day Hook have a real conversation about everything. Mm-hmm. About Mila. About Because, I mean, like, right now... Hook is a generational steal your girl man. Yeah. Like, he did it to Rumple. He's trying to sense... And not that Emma's Neil's girl, but, like, it's this similar situation. Yeah. And it's like, dude, can you not? <laughs> just, just, just not. Just don't. There will be my favorite... Just be cool. My favorite joke of the season comes later when someone mentions this, where it's basically, you dated? 
My what? That's not until season five. I know. I'm saying later in the series, oh. not in the, but it's like they talk about this, and then Rumple's like, "We can talk about our complicated connections later." <laughs> this, I feel like the theme of the show is complicated familial and ro- uh, romantic connections. It, it, it's in normal soap operas. You've said this. Everyone's sleeping with everyone. Usually, this show is everyone's trying to kill everyone, and we also may have slept together. Yes, exactly. Do you have anything else? Um, one of the things I really loved. So there's an earlier episode where after Snow went to Regina to die. And then she goes, I got to talk to you, Charming. You can't get mad. <laughs> yeah. And then she tells him and she says, you said you weren't going to get mad. I'm not mad. I can see that. This episode, um, she, he reveals the dream shade thing, the cure. And she, she's like, a cure for what? And is enraged at him. And I was like. I don't think I've seen May Margaret that mad. Well, and I think she's extra mad because she did. We were talking before about like, how did she not know something was she wrong? She suspected something. And she did. She asked him. Yeah. Uh, she asked to see. She was like, you got shot. And he was like, no, I'm fine. Uh-huh. And she decided to believe him. And he lied so many times. He's so many Every times. Every time she would ask him and he kept saying all these like cryptic things about like, well, something might happen and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, you're going to be fine. And now she's probably remembering every one of those statements you were on death's doorstep and you were going to die without me. And I wanted the conversation of like you did when you went to Regina. Yeah. I, th- I think we get that. Well, we didn't get it here. No, we didn't get it here. See, this I think is, she's too angry to speak. This is where, no, but like this is where I as a husband would make the mistake because I would have immediately thrown back what you did in my face uh-huh. and then we would just go at it. Yeah. Which is not the right move, but you know, man caddy would save this. <laughs> Other than that, caddy. a man caddy. That's what the genie should be. The man caddy. Mm-hmm. Yep. I am uh, good. All right. What was your favorite moment? I have four. I have two. Why don't you go first? Cool. I'll go my bottom two. Uh, the evil queen showing real terror was amazing. Oh, yeah. That was good. That was a great one. That was a one. good choice. Um, and then Ariel going all Game of Thrones and stabbing Regina in the neck. Yeah, that's one of mine. No blood, by the way. I don't know how she didn't draw blood. You stabbed her in the neck. Yeah. I don't know. She missed the artery, I guess. There's nowhere on my neck you can stab me that's not going to be. <laughs> I'm not saying we're going to test this. I'm just saying there's blood. So. Yeah, that was a that was a really good one. Yeah. <laughs> um my other one, which I guess this is a moment, like the entire Echo Cave scene. That's my my <laughs> third one. The, the all the Echo Caves was great. It's excellent. It's a highlight. L- excellent idea, mm-hmm. excellent plot, mm-hmm. excellent like conversations, just excellent. I want to bring other characters into the Echo Caves. Agreed. Yeah. Um, but I mean, if you give me Regina and Rumple teaming up. No, that was good. I'm in. I like it. Most ridiculous moment. I have three. I have two. So why don't you go first? Okay. We go back and forth. Um, the CGI in Prince Eric's kingdom. That's one of mine. Why is it so bad? And I understand why even the outside, like I get, (sighs) we have to use CGI on the outside, but it's like, they were like, oh, we ran out of computer budget. So we're just going to use this old painting. So (laughs) it was like, she was swimming through oil. I was like, what is this crap? It was bad. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, I had the ball that, that was mine. The CGI during the ball. Like, can you not just use a grand ballroom? It's inside. It's inside. It's hard. It's so bad. It's just terrible. Uh, what's your next one? Um, Ariel thinking that Snow would want to be a mermaid. Like, I, I want to say, like, falling for this plot, but but the I think that's one thing. But the other thing is, like, also falling for the part, like, oh, it's not just that I'm punishing you with this. Like, this is what you want. This will help you. I put ridiculous. Ariel's plan. Ariel's plan. Yeah, that's a good that one. Was, that, those are both my ridiculous moments. It's a bad, it's a bad plan. It was like an, you know what it reminded me of? 
I'm going to blow up magic with Dennis. <laughs> it is like that. Uh, the last one I have is Emma trying to hack open the cage. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> the cutlass was she just hacking at it? Like, yeah. it both is ridiculous because I, I feel like people can only be explained to so many times. Like, when Pan tells you how you have to do something, like, that's, like, how you have to do it. You can't cheat. Like, you have to do the thing. And she tries not to do it. And it just looked so ridiculous. I've seen Emma swing a sword. She's really strong. And she's just kind of like, not really working at it. So on the tier list of things that can handle Emma strike, that cage, way above hook. Yeah, that's true. Well, it's a magical cage. It is a magical cage. Yeah, no, I 100% agree. Uh, It was, it reminds me of like when my dog desperately wants something and she just tries all of her moves in her arsenal. She sits down, she lays, she rolls on her back, she barks. She's just like, please, please. And that's just Emma. Like, I just want to do anything but to avoid this. It's like, as you said, this is Pan's world. You play by his rules. Yeah. And you've been told this how many times now? A dozen? So many. So many times. All right. I have two losers and two winners. I would love to know who your other loser is because I know one of them. Okay. Um, I have Neil. Oh, explain. I did not see Neil. I mean, Neil got out of the cage and he got saved, but... He's not dead. (laughs) He's not dead. Having to listen to the woman that you love say to your face... That's fair. I wish you were dead. Well, yeah. I had hoped you were dead. I hope this was a trick. That's fair. That's just rough. That's painful. And he also heard or maybe didn't hear that Hook and Emma kiss. Oh no, he heard that. Um, I actually don't think he did hear it. Um, but he heard David said, "You know, there's no way David said that quietly. <laughs> you did what was loud." Um, also, it's an echo cave. Wouldn't yeah. they be bouncing the sounds? I don't know. Yeah, he heard. Yeah, so that's. I mean, he he had some. So he got out. So mm-hmm. that's something. Yeah. But also, I'm also really nervous now because, like, this is what Pan wanted. Remember? Yeah. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, who, what's, do you have, how many do you have? I have one loser. Okay. Who is it? The loser of the episode is Ariel. By far. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think, I didn't even think of that. I was just like, I don't know this character. I didn't think That's that. how much of a loser she was. You I didn't even think, I don't of, think about, about you at all. all. <laughs> her plan was terrible. She gets, she does not get her prince. Regina hurts her in the most cruel manner. I mean, it's just like everything about... And now, the only thing we see is that she's being summoned by Regina. She gets her voice back, so... She up. also made the right choice after she realized she fucked up. She didn't just leave. Because she could have just right, left. But it cost her everything. It did. Can't More, call, call you a winner. That's true. No, I wasn't... I didn't yeah. name her a winner. Um, my other loser is Charming. I would put the Charmings. Um, I... So, yes... I agree, and I think I would have chosen Snow as well if we had gotten more of that conversation where she was angry. But thinking about this, so last episode, Charming got saved. Yeah. But he just had to confess what happened. Yeah. Immediately after learning that his wife wants to have another baby, which he also wants. Yeah. And then he had to break her heart and tell her that that can't happen. Yeah. That's just, that's rough. But that also means Snow is a loser. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, she got her heart broken. She desperately wanted to have a baby, and now the man she wants to have a baby with the most can't leave Neverland. And the man he hates kissed his daughter. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't hate him anymore, though. They came to a mutual... I guess. He saved his life. He doesn't hate him, I would... He doesn't like him, but he doesn't hate him. (laughs) A man he dislikes. Yeah. 
All right, I have two winners. I think our winners are probably the same. I only have one winner, so I'm curious who your other winner is. Oh, I have Regina and Rumple. Oh, interesting. I didn't see Rumple as a winner in this episode. I thought Regina was the clear winner in this episode. I she came up. She's the one that came up with the whole plan. Um, but he he also supported the plan. Like she doesn't. Sure. Like she needed. She doesn't have the thing. But the she thing saved is. him. She did save him, which I thought was a big deal. Yeah, and and she convinced him. That there was another way to do this. Which is why I'm like, this is Regina all the way to me. Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, because, yeah, like, he ha- he has a good plan, but Regina's like, no, I need you to get back to the Rumple that we know. Uh-huh. She saves him. They have some good barbs. She has the yeah. plan with Ariel. Like, she's she's run. This is the evil queen that I've wanted back since season one. Mm-hmm. Like, she's scheming. She makes a good decision to go, you know what? I'm sick. She actually has a funny line where she's like, I've been camping with the Charmings for a week. And she's like, I'm just sick of this crap. And she runs, you know, Ghost finds Rumple. But th- this Regina who makes shit happen. I love this Regina. Yeah. Yeah. And then, of course, everything that she does in the Enchanted Forest is just kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Very cruel. Uh, you know, very... It's funny. The only part that I almost, like, thought about was when she talks about no chance at true love, she kind of looks longingly into the distance, and you can tell she's thinking about Daniel. Yeah, of course. Um, but then, of course, she's just completely... And the look on Ariel's face when she's just like, I can't believe you're doing this to me. I don't even know you. And that's how evil Regina is. She's willing to do that to someone she really doesn't know. She doesn't know her It's just on principle. Like, you pissed me off, so I'm going to ruin your life. Okay. So next week, we're going to watch... Season three, episode seven, Dark Hollow. I have no recollection of this I like episode. this episode very much. Dark Hollow. Um, and my main question going into this is, how did Neil get off the island? He says he has a way. Yeah. They're going to get off. I want to know what it is. I want to know more about Pan and Rumpel's backstory. That's like my burning question. What is their history? Because I'm going to be honest. I remember enough about when I first watched it. I thought they were brothers. I think you're going to have to wait. It's not dark. It's not the next episode, but it's the one after the that. The one after. Mm-hmm. Because the way that um, when Pan said, have you ever forgiven your father for abandoning you? I thought he was making fun of him for the fact that his father left Rumple to be his father. Oh. Which is what would make that shot so cruel. Yeah. Like, your dad left you to come be my dad because you weren't worth it. Yeah. And, and you know, him knowing his favorite breakfast, him knowing the, him having the doll. Like, it would make sense that they were maybe... And that's why he said he betrayed me a long time yeah. ago. Then him trying to get, essentially, what would be his nephew. I mean, you know, kind of all these things make sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, what, was there any Henry in this episode? No. No Henry? I don't think so. I'd like to see more of the Henry and Pan dynamic. Yeah. I actually think they play off each other pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I'm also curious to see... I mean, I, I love Neil. The most more Neil I can get in the episode, the better. We got a couple too many characters in Neverland. I know we got a lot going on. Um, I also want to know. So they sent Ariel to go get. We're going to Storybrook. Oh yeah. I want to know what they sent Ariel to get. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is it? How how is it going to trap Pan? I kind of want to know what's what's been happening in Storybrook. Yeah. <laughs> it's been what? We're in episode six, seven, yeah, six. We haven't seen it since they left. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of questions, but well, good questions. Be sure to join us next time when we watch Season 3, Episode 7, Dark Hollow. We'll see you next time.